0: Each week, nearly a dozen movies are released theatrically. 40 films a month, more than 400 a year. That's a plethora of cinema. Too much cinema. You'd have to be an addict to see all that, but don't fret. We've got you covered.
1: This is Cinematics. Heyo! Welcome to Cinematics, episode one thirty. What? What was it, Gregor? One thirty-nine. No, that's
0: totally one thirty-six. I just wanted to. It's one thirty-six. I'm one three six
1: is the episode number, and today we're going to be talking about the movies that we're excited to check out here in the month of July. 2021 Uh, This is some real stinkers coming out, Greg There's some real, like, yeah But there's also some good
0: ones Speaking of stinkers, you know what I heard is a huge stinker? What? It really surprised me, kind of depresses me
1: Don't break my heart right now Steven Soderbergh, you a huge fan? I've heard things, I've heard things, I've heard both things I've heard okay and I've heard all right. On our Cinematics Facebook page, on our
0: Mm Cinematics Facebook group, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, 500 plus members Mm -hmm. A couple people like Joseph Bridges Mm -hmm. And a couple other people
1: These shout outs uh, you're giving
0: Yeah, yeah, no sudden move Mm. They they said it, it sucks
1: Yeah well,
0: it's just really, and, it, and it's a noir thriller. Mm, this well, is my favorite genre.
1: It's an experimental film too. I mean, because the, the man can't help himself. But you know, if he's left to his own devices, he's going to try something unorthodox to see how it goes. I don't know. I don't know how much he learns from these experiments that uh, Mr. Silverberg does.
0: Whenever he comes out with a movie, like you, I saw so
1: "Girlfriend Experience," I saw, okay. I saw the uh, the unsane with the uh, iPhone shooting. Did that
0: work with the iPhone or? You no, know, uh, Mike,
1: my Magic Mike was experimental to a, to an extent, and so was Traffic. I mean, with the you know the filters that he used, right, and the, right,
0: and uh, you know. Oh, no, I, I so like the stuff he did. He did a couple like the Laundromat recently with the Meryl Streep. I didn't mind Street. that. I
1: like that. Actually, I really enjoyed the cold open. And now that they got real creative with going down in the cave. That was kind of cool. Okay, all right. So
0: you got to get a Laundromat. So you got to watch his. You got to try no sudden move. See what if it works or or see.
1: <sighs> I, I may. I may. I'm mean, still. So I'm still on the fence, Greg. I'm not sure. There's, there's okay. a lot. There's a lot to see out there. You Dude, know, what I mean?
0: things about that. I heard. I heard mediocre things about the Tomorrow War, which is mm-hmm. which is an Amazon Prime Video sci-fi film mm-hmm. with uh, what's his name. Chris Pratt or something mm-hmm. uh, Yeah Tomorrow or, Yeah
1: That, that did yeah. not look like My cup that, of tea You're not going to watch that no.
0: Over the J- July 4th weekend not No that, okay. I, don't, I don't feel it's like that's It's on your docket Not okay. on my
1: docket No Okay uh, But what we do here Is is we talk about movies uh, Coming up in July Hey did you see anything good In uh, the month of June, the one that just passed. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I, I don't remember movies that 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 oh, happened. Greg, I mean, I that's the whole so point of the show. I mean, what, I mean, did you ask me? What I saw was what, good. What,
0: okay. Let's start with you, and then and then I'm going to piggyback off that. Any, what are you the top movies from June that you saw that you loved? I have no recollection. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. You have second. a better memory than I do. I think you have a be- really hold good on. memory. Oh. You, you, Oh, you know folks, Anderson Cowan's going to get his book. I'm going to look right now to see what I what I saw this within the last month that I can tell you guys that I really enjoyed from June. Okay, let me see. Oh, this is the movie that I really, really love. I Carry You With Me. It's one of my favorite films of this year. It's called Te Llevo Conmigo. It's a Spanish-language film, and I really love it. It's directed by Heidi Ewing, and it centers on her... Her close friends, Yvonne, I believe, I forgot what the names of her best friends, but basically these were her friends from, I, I think, for, they, she, they, they've been her friends for at least 10, 10 to 15 years. And she decided to make a documentary on these guys. And instead of making a documentary, she made a narrative, a part narrative part documentary based on the on their lives in mexico and in new york so the movie's called i carry you with me and it was playing in new york and la last week and now it's going to expand i think in more theaters this weekend but it really made me cry at the end i was tearing up at the end of i carry you with me anderson that's the movie that really really hopefully gets a little bit more momentum
1: Mm -hmm. i carry you with me
0: Uh, Beautiful movie beautiful movie Two, two guys uh, each Follows their, their love affair From Mexico mm. Mexico, Mexico It's specific. called
1: Mama Tambien That I've seen sounds it. interesting It's yeah. very good Tu Mama Tambien I've seen that one yeah
0: No but it's set in Pueblo, Mexico And it's also set in New York Beautiful movie Again Hunt this movie down It really caught me In the proverbial mm. feels So
1: yeah uh, Okay uh, Last Last Month, the probably the best movie I saw was Luca, which isn't any uh, huge surprise. I, I, I liked it. it, but it's not like a, a upper echelon Pixar movie, but it's definitely worth watching. And it's kind of interesting to see how they were doing uh, a, a story with the subtext of being a gang coming out of the closet, but in this case, coming out of the ocean. I definitely picked up on that <laughs> really quickly, and uh, I did a little tweet ski, and I said, "Is this?" Oh, really? uh, I, I just tweeted out, "Call me by your Luca," because it uh, had a lot of a lot of "Call me by your name." Uh, vibe to it. Oh, did it take Did they did people pick up on that?
0: Did they say I saw that analogy or
1: People said I thought you probably go down that road and I you know I, the day it came out I got to to, to watch it so it was pretty fresh. Uh, I I've not been back on Twitter since though, because uh, I am a human being with feelings. <laughs> so okay. I don't do well over there. You don't do well I'm uh, un- okay. I got to get back to it though. I got to, Greg. Well, another um, another movie from You know what from- Twitter's like to me it's it's like a dog, like a, a rabid dog that I yeah. know is probably going to bite me, but I still like I want to to try and – that's a horrible analogy because I don't want to try and help Twitter. I want to help myself with Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm, terrible analogy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're both self-admittedly really horrible on, t- on Twitter. So. Yeah. Yeah, we both are. Uh, my, the best movie I saw last uh, month, uh, it didn't come out in June, but uh, Riders of Justice is my oh, favorite yeah. movie of the right. year thus far. And uh, I highly recommend uh, ch- uh, tracking down and checking out Mads n- – uh, Nicholson's new movie, Riders of Justice. Did you ever get a chance to
0: uh, watch the Penny Black, the documentary about the, the stamp collector? And, the, the,
1: you think, and I, I can't wondering. stand the lead.
0: He was a yeah.
1: I can't stand him. And he is the movie. Will so Cassette I have Smith. a real hard time. Yes.
0: Wilkissette Smith, he, he basically claims, folks, that he was uh, – uh, someone gave him stamps, a next-door neighbor. And supposedly it took several years for the, uh, the guy who gave him the stamp collection that stamps are worth a lot of money. Thousands of dollars, and this guy suddenly disappears without a trace. So the documentary, The Penny Black, centers on this main character, Wilkissette Smith, trying to find the person who gave him the book of stamps. Look, I want—I want
1: to support this movie, and it was actually picked up by Glenn Reynolds, who uh, was my sales agent. Uh, so Circuits Road Films, okay. And uh, I love Glenn, and I had I, forgotten when you were talking about it that like this is one of the movies that he sent me way back in, uh, when it first came out. He, he's going to continue to send me movies, and I'm going to see if I can find ones that I like that I want to talk about to help push them because right, uh, he's the one who picked up groupers and, and helped groupers get the uh, distribution deal that it has. and like, he, He's instrumental in, uh, in, in navigating all of that for me. Glenn's one of the good guys in the business as far as I can tell. So, uh, But I, I, didn't, I wasn't planning on talking about the Penny Black.
0: Oh, why? Just because he, he, he's, not an, he's not a likable guy.
1: And that threw you off a little bit. I'm fine with having unlikable characters as long as they're funny and have charisma. You know what I mean? A lot of the time, like a superhero movie to me is only as good as this villains. And uh, sure, with this one, I'm not quite through with it, too, so I'm not quite being fair. I'm like an hour in, but it's a slog. I'm having a hard time because it's just every time that guy's on, on, on screen, my skin's crawling. I just dislike just, just wait like. till you get to third act. Give yourself some time. Get to third act. Get See, back I, to it. I'm speaking out of turn. I should, I should no, have just kept my, you know, kept my my mouth shut. You're halfway done. Should have just zipped it, Greg.
0: You know, I should talk. I'm only 15 minutes into a three-hour and 16-minute Spartacus. And I can still have some opinions, right? Don't
1: don't have opinions about Spartacus yep. <laughs> okay, until you oh, finished. Okay, until I'm finished.
0: Okay, yeah. all right.
1: Because you haven't even seen I Am Spartacus yet. Uh, uh,
0: you know what's
1: interesting uh, with Spartacus? What? Uh, one of the first lines in uh, Lolita, which was Kubrick's follow-up to Spartacus in his first of many, uh, his first uh, ex-studio uh, movie since Fleeing the Studio. He yep. made exactly one studio movie, right? Which right. was Spartacus. Yeah. And then he's like, that's not for me. I'm moving to England taking my friends, taking my ball and going not home, but to a new place. Yeah. And I'm going to play with myself over here That sounds wrong. But uh, <laughs> he, Peter Sellers uh, right in the very beginning when Humbert Humbert comes in with a gun, right? Remember? Right. Yeah. And, and Humbert Humbert uh, is going after uh, uh, Peter Sellers' character. Quimby. Qu- Qu- Quil- Quilty. Quilty, he, yeah, yeah, and he says uh, Quilty claims to be Spartacus. Ooh, oh, look at very that!
0: Good, I haven't seen it in years. Very yeah. okay, so it's a, a nice double feature. Mm. We're going to Anderson and I will be will be talking about that on our sister podcast, the Find Your Film Podcast, which I host with Bruce Perky and Eric Holmes. And it'll be nice to see An- Anderson. We've never talked on the weekend, so it'll be nice to just hang out and talk about Kubrick. Mm. I hear he's your favorite director.
1: I I, don't, and, I like him. I'm a little in- intimidated and concerned about going in because I know I come with this reputation of being the Kubrick guy. Yeah, but you he's know the what? Guy. I it's been 10, 15 years since I've really studied. You? you know you're just going to talk and three I've people f- listen to. 10, 15 it's symposium, years. symposium, Anderson Count Symposium. Since I studied Kubrick. Uh, you know, so I, 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 we'll see where where my mind's at. Okay. Not a whole lot's happened uh, in those 10, 15 years with Kubrick because the man died in 99, but we'll see like how much of my, my steel trap is actually trapping. How many of those uh, crab thoughts have actually escaped the pot? When he passed away, were you visibly was were you visibly shaken? I still have the, uh, the the calendar section from the day that he died. Okay, I like just, Los Angeles Times calendar section. Yes, I was very very upset. Okay, very upset. Do you remember where? Were you, just okay, okay. I, I remember. I, I, I was at my parents' house. Okay. When I, when I heard the news, and I remember being shocked. And it was the, the, the internet was going on, so I was just researching and reading. When and right, I felt yeah. really bad for the man himself, who I don't know at all, yeah. that uh, he died just before his movie came out. So that was also, uh, you know, because he died right at the precipice of uh, eyes, eyes Wide, wide shut, shut. Yeah. And his were shut. Oh, right. Uh, right. His got were, shut down. Yeah. It was conspiracy theories that he was murdered. By the Lumiati. Luminati? Luminati. Luminati, I said. Luminati.
0: Luma- Luminati. It's too well, early to be no speaking
1: into a had
0: no idea about that. About that, the, the, the conspiracy? The, yeah, the com- oh, conspiracy. Oh, yeah, yeah. conspiracy. Okay. Conspiracy is As about I, everything. Like, I'm, I'm throwing this This is a left field Out of the thing Because everyone talks about Spartacus and Lolita I think we're gonna We're gonna have we're gonna have a little bit Of a quick conversation I think it's gonna be A spoiler filled conversation Because most people This is on where People are gonna be able To find this uh, Just find your film It's on a uh, uh, podcast We're, 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 podcaster s- we're, yeah. we're, we're a podcaster We're podcast family Thank you Anderson For joining us And that'll be fun It'll be And my only complaint mm. Is my only It's actually a huge complaint Is mm. we're gonna be talking About Spartacus and Lolita I'd rather have us Talk uh, Do a six hour podcast On the be- beauty of Bear Linden mm. So that you know, That is just absurd And upsetting That you would say
1: that Movie of all time It's not which, Thank you It's not as worst. I mean I, uh, fear, fear and Desire Is number one worst And then Killer's Kiss I think And then after that comes And then after that Barry Barry, Barry Lyndon And his boring uh, drivel Yes okay. Very dull One more and thing the, Before we get the, to this stuff The zooms The zooms Oh the zooms Have you
0: tried watch, How many times Have you tried watching it Barry yeah.
1: Lyndon I've seen it three Four times
0: Okay and your opinion Love of that it. music though Okay and your opinion Of it has not st-
1: Oh no. no 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 Okay It's gotten worse Over the years oh, Fair enough Fair enough Very unlikable characters Without pizzazz Or, char- or charisma Wow. Yeah. Okay. Very dull. It was. It was an experiment. Speaking of experiments, he was just trying to prove to the world, the cinematic world, that he could shoot a movie with nothing but candlelight. I mean, that was that was what the whole movie was based around, essentially. Yep. That's, that's all ex- he cared about.
0: Actually, like, like, when I interviewed Ryan O'Neill for this movie called Burn Hollywood Burn, someone asked about Barry Lyndon. I think that was me. And then he started complaining, "Oh, well, that's that Stanley shooting in candlelight." Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he said about that movie.
1: That's all. That's all I can gather. Was it was him. I think doing uh, a little test. It was like a test shoot for Napoleon. That's what Kubrick was doing with Barry Lyndon. I think. You know the big challenge is going back to the Penny Black with Barry
0: Lyndon. The great challenge, was, which I think is masters masterful. Is anyone following Kubrick? this conversation? No, but are we tracking? We, we are tracking. It's just like the Penny Black. Wilkissette Smith is unlikable. I, I thought be. I thought that was awesome. Mm. Me being a sociopath It is The great thing about You're Bear not a sociopath. Linden, the, the, the He's li- very empathic
1: the, yeah, cried He cried a lot about oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, a, a remake of each Mama Tell me oh, oh
0: yeah Te lleva <laughs> But with Bear Linden Here's a big challenge Masterful Stroke Bear Linden is completely Likeable From the jump And and I think Along with the natural light it's, it's Kubrick Getting us to engage In a person Who is Probably one of the biggest Flawed Ish heels Throughout the entire yeah. in, in cinema
1: history He's a heel lot
0: He's, he's a Helot He's a Helot
1: <laughs> You like he's the callback? That was to our Patreon episode Sorry yes. for uh, if, you, if you don't know What the Helot is But that's, that's on you Because you didn't get to partake In our discussion About meet Joe Black Joe, Meet John Doe Meet Joe. John Doe I keep me, saying meet Joe me, Black Meet John Doe I misspoke directed. four times already Are we even ten minutes Helot's he very good Oh but speaking ah, Speaking of
0: Patreon, Patreon Maybe we should do the, the numbers Let's do
1: the numbers And then I will get to uh, I, I, I discovered something I unearthed something Greg And oh. I didn't know That that would be possible oh, okay. But I found a movie That is worse than Army of the Dead That came out this year uh, no, no, uh, no! Army There's of a the movie Dead. Wait, wait, we Worse all, than Army of the Dead. I, love, and I didn't think I that wait, was possible. I loved Army of the Dead. You know, oh, that, I right. know that it's because it's, it's you have very uh, questionable taste. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Random number generator. We're gonna figure out which movie we're gonna, uh, which year we're gonna be studying uh, for for this month's Patreon only episode. Very exclusive. The most exclusive listening uh, uh, group that I have monthly. Uh, which uh, I like because I can right, speak intimate. more freely. I say all sorts of very horrific uh, and insensitive and, 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 and uh, alarming things on that show because no one listens. That's very it's very a, few of you are listening, and you guys are the good. You guys are the friends. You want yes. to sell me out, so I I get very inflammatory. Yes, you know, is if that
0: isn't a, a way to act, attract you to our Patreon, I don't know what is. It's, it's, it's actually
1: it's untrue. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> let expletives fly on that one either, and I. Uh, I but I mean. I, 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 I speak my mind a little bit more, maybe, than yeah, I, I would so. uh, on, this, on this program. Right. so, yeah. So we're going to uh, study uh, in between 1940 and 1989 is the drill. Uh, we're doing every single year, randomly, one by one. And we've already done 1940 and 1941 now. So it's uh, now in between 1942 and 1989. Let's see what we got. Nineteen eighty-eight, Gregor. Okay, so we
0: got it. Nineteen eighty-eight. We've never done, done, done nineteen eighty-eight. We have never done nineteen eighty-eight. Do you Remember where you were in nineteen eighty-eight? I was a, a I, was I was a, a junior
1: still in still up in, in the school. stars as uh, as I, we tell uh, Atticus. I was not born yet. Uh, I'm a very young man. Very, very good, very good. I was I was a <laughs> junior
0: in high school. I was in
1: high school as well. So I was a junior I think I was a freshman in high school. I oh think. my goodness! Wait, yeah. is, that, is that right? Probably was I in junior high? Probably there's there's some. There's I think some... I was in eighth grade. Oh, eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, so I, yeah. should, let's should. let's talk about uh, a movie that is actually if you if you like watching horrible movies, there's one called F9. It's at a theater near you right now? And it is a, the biggest piece of trash that I've seen since before uh, Army of the Dead because it it was worse than Army of the Dead. It, it, well, it's infuriating. Who love Army of the Dead love F9 because I'm one of those people infuriating who infuriating. It's in, wait um, re- re- really expenses and time and energy are wasted on such dribble. It's very very upsetting.
0: Well, what if someone say to play, plays devil advocate? It's, it's a popcorn movie. They're, they're yeah, if they yeah. go on to space. I'm, that's part of the whole escapeosphere.
1: Comedy was awful. Mm-hmm. If that if that's what it was called, I have no idea what they want me to do or they want anyone to do with Vin Diesel as he uh, walks away from explosions with that uh, that 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 just face emotionless face uh, of bravado. Like, am, am I supposed to be going? Yeah. Like, I have I have nothing in common with that character, and I don't want to aspire. To be like that character? I don't know what to do with that character. It's just shutting awful. shutting off your brain for a couple of hours and just enjoying the oh, my brain is firing at movies like that, like left <laughs> and right and nonstop. It's exhausting really? because I'm just outraged at every point, Greg. What, am I, what are we supposed to do here in the year 2021 with a movie with such an absurd male provider? Unless that's supposed to be the joke, too. And it's like a multi-layered comedy. Yeah, maybe. I, th- I think so. Because the comedy comedy was not funny at all. Ludicrous. Uh, Tyrese and Tyrese like they just they had nothing to work with like their lines were just god awful it's just terrible awful I was saying on the film ball like if they just let them go off script a little bit I bet they would have been able to come up with stuff way better than what they were and the actual story is just nonsensical. It's I, mean, just, I don't even know what's happening. I don't. I don't know what's going on. It's Charlie Starns in it. He, Helen Mirren. Yeah, she's in there just to remind you what a good actress looks or a good actor looks like. like <laughs> every now and again, she's on the screen, and it's jarring because it's like, oh my god, that's uh, that's what acting looks like. Yeah, that's John what acting Senna? Cool looks like. John Cena, one of the big box office draw. <sighs> okay, Hong okay. Kong is not part of China.
0: So, so this was this was just really not – Or at was all. it part of – wait, 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 first of all, wait, is there you know, any installment of the F, not, F, series, F and F series that you enjoyed? No. I mean I saw clips, uh, bits of
1: F7, which uh, were kind of funny. You with didn't like the
0: first one with Rob Cole? first one was
1: horrible. But that's where I tapped out, Greg. I'm like, oh, I'll watch one quarter of a mile at a time just to see what it's all about. Tapped out. Yeah. I haven't been back since until I was forced this last uh, week. Oh, my gosh. I've been okay. a safe haven.
0: Well, I mean in, in, in fairness, there's a lot of world building in, in uh,
1: Fast and Furious. Yeah, I might have, I might not have understood the uh, all the subtext that may have been going on there. And <laughs> Maybe the, if you, you know, the Paul Walker situation. You uh, know, I, I saw that scene where they they rode him off in the sunset. Yeah, see, that, you know. that made my skin, skin crawl. I know people were <laughs> crying in the theater of that. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so I guess f 9s not your your
0: thing. Do you see that? Does it have merit though, as a piece of entertainment? No. Not really. Even there. No. no. Get it, get it.
1: Popcorn movie to me, done right, and this is a high bar, and it's not fair, probably. But like Mad Max: Fury Road, that's a popcorn okay, that's, movie. That's artistic. That's that like is artistic. amazing. Oh, right, and artistic. But I mean, that works on both levels, right? You can go in there with your mouth open, eating, shoving, shoveling popcorn into okay. it, and enjoy yourself with the spectacle. But you, but you, can't, it's be also my, you great. can't release
0: Michael Jordans every
1: weekend, right? You need, you need uh, some of the. I, don't know. I, I think there's a lot of very, very creative people in this world. Very, very creative people working in Hollywood with lots and lots of money. And I think that they can do better than that. Yeah, I hold them up to a higher standard than F9 delivers.
0: You, and you think they're just really underperforming and they're catering to... They're basically the ca- insulting, the audience, insulting to the audience, right? Foreign
1: markets, first and foremost. I think that's what's happening. And unfortunately, we live in... I don't want to get on a soapbox, but like we live... Like I got into the idea I love movies because you can say whatever you want and free speech. And there's all these different viewpoints and these different... Uh, 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 Different um, opportunities to empathize with people that you otherwise wouldn't know or have any idea how they live. And it's just Mm -hmm. this wide, wide, you tell stories. Sure. Tell all these different stories. But we live in a world – the way it is right now is it's all about rules, and you've got to follow these rules, and you got to be a drama, or you got to be a comedy, and you got to have this many like uh, known faces and or you names. You can't offend and this gotta, demographic because you, you got to cut off this quadrant. Yeah, right. and you can't hold, have nothing gay because then China won't even look you – know, we have all these rules, right. and I, I got into this because of the lack of rules or like the, the – the, 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 not even so much the lack of rules, but the, the endless possibilities to tell your story. Sure. But they've been put into such a box – as of the last 10 15 years i'd say since you know the independent movies uh, the 8 million dollar like uh, uh pulp fictions are no longer funded they haven't been for some time now we're we're like almost back to like the same studio rules but it's independent movies that have to follow these rules it's 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 uh, it's
0: frustrating i'm not an expert with horror thriller but thanks to just our friends like Bruce and Eric. I've, I've seen a lot more revolutionary stuff coming through the horror genre. So as far as storytelling, I think there's a lot of good stories to be told. That's in- a
1: very saturated market, though, because a lot of people—the word got out—that you don't need faces or names for your horror movie because the horror uh, genre has such a an allegiance, such a loyal fan uh, base that uh, they will show up. Whether you have—that's true. So uh, I'll. Uh, there's a glut of those movies, as you can see when we research for like uh, these episodes. Like Every single week, there's the three or four horror movies you've never heard of with nobody in them that come out. I'm sure there's some diamonds in the rough there, but I, it's very saturated. That is true. Yeah. That is very, very true. But yeah. There's some good elevated horror coming out, too. I mean,
0: there's some good elevated there, horror. There's some good elevated – yeah. But that's a, that's a specified range, like you said. And you're saying that you, you are not it's, – it's rare to actually have a, a studio-driven movie that actually is really well done. Like his far story
1: yeah. Yes yeah. And it's because They're not making the movies for me And I It's not like I'm, I'm a bit of a Philistine And I, I admit that Yeah I, I am also a, a film snob to an extent But I'm, I like to think that I'm I'm not your average movie goer But I think your average movie goer Deserves way better than F9 yeah. Way better Yeah I can't believe that people Respond to this movie
0: I, I was reading an old um, unearthed 40-year interview with Stanley Kubrick, and I'm sure you read this already. It, it actually aired, um, was released on Entertainment Weekly, and they were talking about Spartacus and its running time. And he said a lot of people thought I made Spartacus because as an answer to television, you want you want to actually capture a lot more stuff on a on a big screen and show people what they're missing if they're if they're stuck to the TV sets. And he goes, I really don't care. I mean. Spartacus took me over three hours to make, and when I'm doing a story, I'm just gonna, I just go by the running time. I don't care what, the, what people in TV land are doing. I'm just saying, this movie's gonna co- be this length, and I'm just gonna make it fit. I'm focused on telling a good story. So I think, I, I think to your point, people like F9, or if, I think they're focused, they're catering, before they do the story, they're catering to the, all those quadrants to make sure they make their $500 million, and then they cater the story to that. Demographic
1: well, that, I think. F9 ran I think 2 hours 25 minutes Yeah Yeah So I mean They weren't really Eyes weren't really On the clock
0: With that one either I think what it is Is 2 hours and 25 minutes Of just Sensory overload And I think If you're a per- There wasn't
1: I was bored in Numerous times In this movie Very bored Were, were there any moments That you just said oh, That was a really good moment They had this thing Going with uh, With a uh, with a, a, a very high-powered magnet, which was kind of clever. But then they just drove that into the ground. And when it came up on the film vault, Brian pointed out the uh, very obvious plot hole with that, that it wasn't affecting their cars, only the uh, the enemy's cars and any uh, innocent bystanders who were standing on the street. Like, you know, they just turn on the uh, the magnet and, like, everyone's cell phone and baby carriages and all this stuff which was just hitting the side of the truck with the magnet. It was kind of kind of clever, kind of fun. But then they did that for about a half hour. They just kept doing it. Oh, jeez. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah, Spartacus was also an answer to uh, Ben Hur. We're going to talk all about that on Make Your Movie Yes, yeah Make yeah. Your Movie, is that what it's called? Uh, find Your Film? Find Your Film, sorry
0: Ma- uh, By the way, Make Your Movie would have been a better uh, better uh, podcast well,
1: No, it's not really about film production So, uh. <laughs> All right, let's get to this week's uh, 1988, Greg, I'm excited All right, okay. this week, what are we doing? Anything,
0: what? anything good, I'd say okay, so July se-
1: July 2nd, as we record, that's the fourth miss, at least the fourth time I've misspoken I said June 2nd just now, that's, that's wrong July 2nd, as we record this, that's today. Mm-hmm. July 2nd, what are you, what are you hot to trot? Have you seen anything? Are you excited uh, but, to go I, see
0: anything uh, this weekend? Well, on Netflix, I don't know if you're going to watch this, it's called Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Lee Janiac. Mm-hmm. Lee Janiac previously directed Honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, which may check you out. It's a horror thriller, sort of a callback to the West Craven Scream, a lot of those movies, those horror thrillers from the 1990s. It's based on a series of R.L. Stein books. It's currently on Netflix. Very well done But it says Fear Street Part 1 1994 And what Netflix is doing This may turn you off This week is 1994 Mm. Next week we're going to get Another closer to our movie 1978 Fear Street Part 2 1978 It's going backwards And then Two weeks Yeah Two weeks later Final week It's a trilogy We're going to get Fear Street Part 3 1666
1: Jeez, they're, uh, they're, they're just Oh, I get it, the 666 thing there Yes uh, Yeah, why are they going backwards? I don't know I mean, I, I saw
0: the first one. It's really good. Yeah. Reviewed it, and it's, it's worth watching. I don't know. I don't think you're going to probably watch it because it's probably not – you know, you never grown up. You didn't watch Screams or I Still Know What You Did Last Summer or I Know What You Did Last Summer mm. or Urban Legend. You probably tried to avoid those movies back in the 90s or early aughts, right, Anderson? So, I
1: mean, I Mike, like Scream as much as anyone else. Okay. Well, I mean, if
0: you kind of like maybe um, – maybe if you like Scream and then Stranger
1: Things, that kind of vibe. You know what I think I'm going to do? I, I think I'm going to be selfish. But is it selfish if I find a really good movie that doesn't get talked about a whole lot? I'm going to watch The Kid Detective, I think, uh, finally this weekend. Oh, you're going to love that. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen it yet, and I've not been able to, but I've, I've heard many, many good things. So uh, Also, just just not to leave it uh, in the dust, because I don't know if we, we, we covered it last month. We probably did. But Zola came out June 30th, but it's like, this is the first weekend you can see it. If I were to see a movie this weekend in theaters, it would be Zola, uh, namely because of the uh, the director attached, attached the director that directed it and, and helped write it as uh, Janixa, Janixa, Bravo, and she's uh, responsible for Lemon, which I uh, definitely appreciated quite a bit, which is a... I just uh, bought Lemon for a dollar you?
0: at the Dollar Tree store.
1: Oh, yeah? The DVD? Yeah, yeah the lemon? DVD. Oh, and
0: wow. Dollar yeah. well, I'm going to cough for one second. I think second.
1: you might enjoy it. I think you might like that uh, that lemon. So, uh, Janiska, Bravo is back at it with uh, with this one Zola, which is the first ever movie. This is this rubs me the wrong way, but it's a first ever movie based on a Twitter thread. Yeah, but, uh, apparently this woman was uh, you know uh, tweeting uh, all of her um, exploits and uh, adventure, and uh, somebody got a hold of it. And they uh, optioned it, and now it's a movie. So and that's the get world get, we're it, living in. It's a twenty four. So a twenty four. Usually they release good movies. And Zola's getting great reviews. Uh, so, in August, there's a great movie coming out based on a TikTok. Uh, I'm kidding. It's uh, not, not, not to I my know. knowledge, but oh, I could see that happen. That would happen. have been good. It would it have been good. A, a TikTok dance it will routine. Happen. It will happen. It will happen. Trust me. Mm. Could it could be like step up, a TikTok. The snake is eating its tail. That's right. That could be another movie too. No, I mean, that, that's what's happening with Hollywood. Like it's eating itself I'm, and I'm, desperate for content. I don't know
0: the phrase, but that's, that'd be a good movie title as well. I know you know the phrase Because you're a very smart Thank you, sir Very smart fellow, Greg That's it that's the, I mean, I would recommend Fear Street out of this weekend okay. There's also a Megan Fox movie Called Till Death And she plays a woman And she's, uh, she's with a, She has a romantic evening With her 10-year anniversary With her husband She wakes up Her husband Blows his brains out hmm. Right next to her
1: It's a weird move When you're laying next to Megan Fox
0: Yeah And she's handcuffed To, to a dead, dead oh, corpse Oh, Sweet corpse. And so the rest of the movie has her I like in, a, that in a lake house, yeah, in the middle of a really storm, yeah, just a winter snow, snowfield mm. winter, and she's handcuffed. She can't find the keys.
1: She's isolated. And no, he's, no
0: hacksaw. And he's he effed, got rid of all the blades. He got rid of a lot of things, mm-hmm. and he made sure not to actually put uh, he turn off the heater. Mm. Did a lot of bad things. Oh, and,
1: she has to freeze sh- to death, along and,
0: with him. And not only. Okay, and what happens is later on in the story, there's two people. Well, you're giving you, stuff away now. I mean, yeah, wow, well, I mean, there's two people who might have been. This is a great know. idea. If I thought
1: of this, just dreamt this up, I would run with that idea. I love that idea. Yeah, that's that's called till death. I yeah, I can. And she's just stuck in the house, and it's cheap to make, and it would be if you if you if you're clever enough and you can write some good stuff there, that would be a lot of fun to uh, create. And somebody did it. I like well, that. Well, when you that's brand new and fresh. Uh, were you being sarcastic? No, 100% serious. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. This okay. is not based on a, a superhero. This is a story that I've never heard of, Yeah. that I've never seen take place. I ended up really enjoying it. That I, sounds fun. Yeah, okay. I'll, I okay. mean, I came across this one,
0: and it, and it looked like it did nothing for me, so I passed. No, no. It's, it's actually a decent movie. Decent, mm. de- solid thriller. I'm going to get you a link. I'll get you a link. And if you, if you watch it, you'll, you can uh, talk about it with uh, Brian over at TFV. If if you do Maybe you
1: uh, might maybe, like it Maybe
0: I want to talk to you about it Maybe Or maybe you might like it more than The Penny Black I'll, I'll at least guarantee you that So those are my two movies for July 2nd Obviously per your recommendation I have to see F9 So I'm excited to see that one <laughs> <laughs> So that's,
1: that's I can't wait to see it. Really
0: Gregor You know what It's so I don't know why Why do I like such these movies That you absolutely hate so, okay, well, so, I mean
1: most people do I think it's not doing well
0: As far as critics go I'm not by myself Okay so for oh, Now we're, we're transitioning To Ju- July 9th Is Are you excited about uh, Maybe Should I even ask this question Are you excited about Black Widow Or are you just going to Like just not even Worry about Black Widow's not made for me Greg Well I mean It, it stars William Hurt Ray Winston Don't you like these actors Scar jo, Scarlett Johansson I mean
1: Midsommar's Florence Pugh yeah, yes. that's, that's, that's uh, like strike five, I think, for me. The fact that they're, they're wrapping her up in this movie and making it... I love her so much as an actress. I don't want to see her in this. Are you saying Black Widow's not going to be a, as good as Midsommar? I really, Are really hope that, that this <laughs> fails miserably and they don't have to make another one, even though they probably already started making the next one. I don't want her wrapped up in this. I hope she dies in it. I don't want Florence. My oh. Florence Pugh.
0: Oh, Nightmare. Nightmare situation. You know this, uh, well, Black Widow... Uh. There's probably not going to be another Black Widow. Sweet. No, not so sweet. If you like Florence Pugh, what's going to probably happen is they're... I think they're going to spin it off to Florence Pugh's character. Oh, no, that's the
1: worst nightmare that's, scenario. That's Doomsday scenario. That's like five
0: to ten years. Remember like how they... Uh, like uh, what Tom Hiddleston, great actor. Last ten years. I hate him as Loki. I love him as Loki. But I hate but him as But he's a Loki. good actor. He's a very good actor. He's a very good actor. Hank Williams Jr., he was in that movie as Hank Williams Jr. He could sing. He did really well. But can you imagine how many really awesome... Tom Hiddleston movies. We were
1: oh, not. I know. We, we, we're Hardy. Gone. Tom Hardy. When he's not shuffling around his Capote, he, he, he's venoming. Right. Well, he's that's, just been stolen. A, and, there, good, and there's all this talk yeah. about him 007ing, And it's like, no, there's no more. Locks. Keep him out of that.
0: There's no more locks. There's no more Fury Roads. Right. <clears throat>
1: that's a good point.
0: I mean, actually, I think with you have a really good point that. We
1: gotta we gotta root against these movies for our own self interest, which is seeing right. better movies. Right. No. No.
0: You, so you're saying Tom Hardy would have made so much better movies. Oh, God knows. God knows what he would have made Right Right He would have made, probably made movies like Annihilation and X Machina Oh yeah yeah, yeah. More, more of those kind of like those oh, type of movies yeah, yeah, yeah As opposed to just doing the Venom stuff Right Okay Oh my god So you're saying you, you don't imagine? like
1: Venom But nah. I'll go see it Okay Because, By the way, because the, I like Upgrade that's why, that's why I go see Venom but, but you're funny I mean it has that Tom Hardy lookalike By the way No but also the storyline almost identical that's true. That oh,
0: yeah, the venom. stem
1: and venom are like the same thing. But it's way better than than venom.
0: Okay, now um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, so Black Widow. I'm excited to see it because I'm a Marvel guy. I like comic book movies. But I understand your decision that you you may never see this movie. I hope uh, not to.
1: I hope not to. Yeah. When
0: it gets to Disney Plus, you'll probably skip it unless Atticus says. Unless Addie
1: one day, a couple no. years from now, says no. He doesn't get to watch that with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I draw a line Oh by the way I, I did know. watch the original Superman with him though, The other day The oh. first one Christopher Reed oh, so, oh okay 1980 I think No 78 did, like did he like it? 80 uh, Did he like it? He was bored Oh I was uh, I was I was shocked and appalled At some of the uh, the, the comedy in there and, uh, there, was, there was a scene where uh, Where a military fella uh, Puts himself in a position Where he can fondle And make out With a woman who may be dead On the side of the street I don't remember that for laughs. My, my goodness, she's—it's uh, a ploy to—to—it's to, uh, a red herring, and she's wearing a red dress. And they, they flip a, a remote control car that's a, a regular sized car, so it looks like a horrific accident. They—the uh, military has to uh, get out and be um, distracted with while uh, Ned Beatty goes and changes the codes on yeah. the uh, the missile that uh, that uh, Gene Hackman wants to uh, you know, send to California. What's his, I'm drawing a blank on, on, on his name. What? Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Jesus Christ almighty. No problem. And, uh, and yeah, the whole military, all of the, first of all, the entire military convoy all get out of their trucks and their cars, and they all run up to this woman who's on the side of the street next to the smoking, smoldering, uh, wrecked vehicle. And uh, uh, the, the the guy in charge says, all right, uh, got to administer uh, uh, CPR. And it's, it involves a massaging of the, of the chest and uh, probably mouth to mouth. And the guy's one of the one of the the, the lower ranking fellows starts to do it. He goes, no, I got it, son. And then he he says, uh, make a circle around me. All right. Now everybody about face so that they're all facing away. And then he starts going to work on this 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 dying woman or dead woman. And this is a children's movie. (laughs) That is so weird. I can't can't believe (laughs) I was I was uh, laughing very hard at just how absurd it was.
0: I can't. Oh, you know, I know what your pick is for this week. Because you love marine life, you love the ocean life. I think that that's. I think you're you're going to really. I think that was probably your top pick this week. On
1: 1978, Superman. Uh, yeah. What? What are you? What are you? What are you? I was, what are you I saying? Was going there? on about the loneliest the whale. the loneliest whale. Yeah. That that could be heartbreaking, and I will be seeing that documentary about this whale who's been living in solitude for a number of decades now, and it only responds to a, a certain pitch, fifty two kilohertz pitch. And uh, this is a documentary. We're seeing more and more documentaries about the old ocean over there, which is uh, I'm all for. I'm all for. Yeah. Especially, I think we might only see more because we got the uh, octopus teacher taking home the Oscar last year and being a hit on Netflix. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's my, my pick pick for July 9th. Oh, Because really? there's one that I'm a little more excited about. Get out of here.
0: I can't think of anything. fish Street Part 2 and Black Widow were my top. What? Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So you excited, I mean, I didn't see the truffle hunters Okay, I didn't see the truffle hunters But the idea, I did see the trailer
1: to Pig I don't think it's connected to the truffle hunters uh, Other yeah. than he's looking for his truffle hunting pig Truffle Hunters is a documentary about actual truffle hunters and their owners But Pig is a movie with Nicolas Cage Who uh, is a truffle hunter And he lives alone in the Oregonian wilderness And uh, he's got a little piggy Who's his pet, it's his boy Might be a girl And uh, it's just him, the loner Kaczynski style Kaczynski Energy probably out there in the Oregonian wilderness makes his living by finding truffles. I'm gonna go ahead and assume with his pig, the pig gets uh, John Wicked, as in like uh, kidnapped, not killed. I guess the puppy was maybe killed in general, but uh, yeah, yeah, his pig gets uh, absconded with, and now the Nicolas Cage character he's on he's on a hunt for his pig hunter. I mean for his truffle hunter. Yeah, would this be a good double feature with Gunda? What do you think? Oh, you know what? Right? Yeah, you make sure you watch this one after Goon. It'll make, make you feel a little bit. I don't know what direction this goes in. Though. Maybe the pig gets horribly slaughtered. Maybe by the time he finds the pig, I, it's it's bacon. It's being pork
0: chopped. I saw I saw the trailer. I was immediately just. I, I think it looks really so good. It mm-hmm. looks so good, and I I can't I can't wait to see this movie. I'm I'm pumped. I'm, I am. Pumped. I, I've missed the last few Nicolas Cage movies. I don't see myself missing this one. Okay, so that is Pig. It's J- that's July 16th. That's right. July 16th, Nicolas Cage, in th- it's in theaters.
1: Oh, it was July 9th when I when I wrote this down. No problem, ah, no, no a problem. A... It's in yeah, theaters. Yeah, so I got nothing else on it. You're right. You're absolutely right, Greg. Yeah, the, the Loneliest whale, whale is my pick for July exactly. 9th. You're right. Exactly. My apologies. No I had to wait a full an extra uh, two weeks from today isn't that when Pig comes out.
0: But I haven't seen mm. Escape Room. Or, so Escape Room Tournament, which I'm sure there are fans of Escape. Oh, I saw that movie.
1: Oh no I'm sorry I saw the trailer Three times And uh, that they show you The entire movie So I, I feel like I've, I got the gist Well can I tell you Something right till the very end They show you The, the, the last scene As far as I can the tell The
0: main actress Taylor Russell mm-hmm. Okay She started in Escape Room She's a lead I guess she's probably Maybe if I watch The original movie Maybe she's the only one Who survives Escape Room Because she's in the sequel uh-huh. Young girl I interviewed her For this movie Called Words on Bathroom Walls This may not make you wa- Want to watch Escape Room But mm. may make you Actually give Taylor Russell props I asked her What's one of her uh, Favorite movies Hmm And she said, uh, I was thinking maybe she'd say something generic, Hmm. right? Like maybe Citizen Kane. Like, I don't have one yet, but Black Widow looks really good. I got high hopes for that being my favorite. Taylor Russell says... Uh, I think she says A Woman Under the Influence By John Cassavetes mm,
1: Look at her look, I, like I, mean, I
0: mean, I mean haven't, I haven't even seen it mm. So Taylor Russell Smart And she's talking about Jenna Rollins and Cassavetes She's a cinephile Look she's at that She's a huge cinephile So I'm, I'm, I'm even convincing myself Maybe I should start Watching Escape Room mm.
1: Just based on her Being like one of us We could be shamed For this too I mean we get shamed For everything Like how dare you Be surprised that a young actor <laughs> uh, is, is aware of that movie Right and that's, loves it that's where and what's today? It. That's you, the world you, we live in.
0: You, you and I just get canceled for, for being for we're trying to we be gotta, nice. We got
1: to get picked up before we get
0: canceled, right? right. You that's know what I'm saying? That's true. That's kind of tough to get but, canceled, but see, preemptively
1: canceled. You,
0: see, this is this is where we live in. I'm trying to be nice, but it comes off now in this climate as patronizing. Mm-hmm. See,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I just saw. I, I, was I did I read something or I saw something? All about the uh, the Asian American uh, yeah. uh, um, stereotypes. And how, what did you say? How they're all positive, <laughs> but that <laughs> too, kidding. that too screws up that that segment of of, of the country, uh, Asian Americans, yeah. uh, because then there's a, a whole lot expected of them to be the best student mm-hmm. in class, the model minority. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that That's, was last week tonight. That was uh, making me feel guilty about that. Well, plus, with the, the the documentary that I'm working on, I'm putting a lot of hours in that documentary right now because we're we're gearing up to pitch. Uh, Pitch some big, some big networks, Gregor, oh, with a cool. six-part series. Uh, but oh, look, I'm getting, I'm getting texts from the director right now. as Oh, I speak wow. to very
0: you. good, very good. Uh, hours of hours of uh, work every week on, on this doc. You're really enjoying hour, the, the yeah,
1: work. a lot, a lot of research too. And I'm, you know, I'm reading about all sorts of pretty heavy stuff. So uh, you know, I'm re-educating myself on all sorts of things. And some of it take it with a grain of salt. Other times, I'm like, uh, oh, you know what? Never thought of it that way. That's you know, oh good. Hey, white guy over here trying to figure things out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Is on our Patreon episode, I was pulling, uh, bringing up the fact that uh, with Meet John Doe, I was, I was a little uncomfortable with the whole like love thy neighbor uh, message of the whole movie, That's not a true. black fella in sight, yeah, not a black soul in sight, and yeah. throughout that whole movie, and. You're not going to tell listeners that I had no problem with that. Me, I, should all, right? I should have brought it up. I should have brought up the right. fact that it was pretty typical that it was the white guy in the discussion having the problem with it or noticing it. And the, and, and, and the guy of color, you. Yeah. Uh, I was fine with it. You, you I glossed over. You glossed right over yeah. it. Yeah. Which is a, kind of what happens a lot of the time, I think. It's like the uh, you know the outraged white guy uh, uh, trying to sh- prove no, that he is see, not. see,
0: there you go. No, but, uh, but then, I mean, I think you just had a little bit more sensitivity than I did. And I think that that should be maintain the fact I maintain the fact that I, I would have
1: brought that up 10, 15 years ago. I mean, it's hard not to bring that up when you watch that movie with the whole message. You know, you think about America as a whole yeah. and how we should love thy neighbor, and they—they—they they, they got nothing but whitey. Like that's I would—I would have been annoyed by that fifteen, twenty years ago if I saw it. Not just—that's another thing. I got to like be careful and not sound like I'm just you know a follower because that's not me at all, Gregor.
0: No, but then when they say someone's like a, a virtue signaling, what? Yeah. Why? why? Why don't? What's so so wrong with pointing something out? Uh, because no what color they're you're. always
1: pointing out and not pointing in. That's the problem with that. I have with yeah. virtue signaling. They yeah, never. Yeah. It's always trying to make themselves look better yeah, by trying right. to make that's somebody right. else look right. worse. That's, that's right. My where I but have. I think an
0: they, 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 they snap. They use that way too much. As far as like, I think there's some people who have really good intentions, just like you did with the Me John Doe reference. I mean, they could say, "Oh, you've, you."
1: It was interesting. It's, it was a product of its time, and I. Mean, I I don't fault the movie. F- I do fault the movie for it, but I mean, at the same time, that's what I love movies. Uh, it's the closest thing we're ever going to have to uh, a time machine, right? Yes, that's right. And we can go back to 1941, watch Meet John, uh, John Doe, and see just how crazy things were as far as race relations goes, because they have a movie about loving your neighbor, and, uh, and they don't even include any other race other than one. I would
0: say this Meet John Doe, I actually like better than It's a It's a Wonderful Life, but we mentioned on the Patreon episode, to Anderson's point, the only person of color in the movie. Is a black man at the end, and he shines shoes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Honest day's work is an honest day's work. Mm. But they use the only person of color in that movie
1: to comic effect.
0: Yeah, as comic, and, and he was a fool. He was, he was, was fool. doing
1: something. He was a jester. He court was jester. doing something that could have been considered illegal, right? And he was trying not to get caught. And he did. He tried not to get caught in the dumbest possible way and hurt himself doing so. That was the only black representation mm-hmm. in that entire movie. I probably, you know what, I would I would have used different language, and I might have made more of a joke about what I what I recognized if I were to have seen this and covered it with you twenty years ago. Yeah, probably would have been less sensitive about it, but I would have noticed it for sure. Yeah. Okay. Very, very quickly before we move on, do, do, when something
0: like that happens to a film from the '40s or '30s or, or '50s, does that downgrade
1: for you as far as your final? Overall no, I I've, I'm one of the. It's a little extreme, but I feel like we should go exhume bodies and hold them accountable on trial and then maybe <laughs> hang them in shame in the streets. <laughs> no, I find I find it interesting. Like I like I always go back to like time capsules and, you know, like moment I and, I and I say this and it sounds so douchey and I get that, but I believe it. We're only as good as like the art that we make and the films that we make. And we're it's products of the time. And it's a great lesson to to watch this movie you can enjoy it but see where it falls very short in many ways because the culture was falling very short in many ways culture right now is falling short in many ways and hopefully 20 years from now things that come out you know now around now people are going to be like wow can you believe that society was so or it could go the other way and it's like can you believe they're so sensitive but I'd like to think that we're all going to take care of one another well I I think I think we're going to and we should honestly I
0: I think Murphy's Law. I think 20 years from now we're going to a lot of people will be looking at this time and they're going to say a little bit too sensitive. Yeah, it could swing the other points, way. It in could certain swing, points. But, it's,
1: but with certain things, and, I, and I've said this before, it's not the first time I've said this, but like with the way that the homeless population is happening right now and exploding right now and it has been for a while, uh, I, I like to think that, I mean, it could be the other way where it could be way worse or it could be 24 years from now people are, will be like, you just walked over people that were in the street? You just walked right by people that were like strung out on drugs and they had disease and mental illness and no one did anything to help them? Like yeah. the society at large just kind of lived alongside of them and were annoyed by them and didn't see them as people. Like I could see that being – or like you, you just let like refugees come into your house and clean your house for cash. Like that's weird. Like why would you – that was the program? Like I don't know. There's there's a lot of things that are going on today that <laughs> could still be improved. You weren't asking me those questions, right? Because I, I, th- I plead the
0: fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth, folks. Okay, so moving on. Off J- the soapbox, off let's the, get back
1: to movies that are exciting to so watch this month. it's July
0: sixteenth. That's probably –
1: My number one. Nick Cage. Yeah. Sorry, I screwed that up uh, as far as date-wise. So, yes, it is my number one. And back to uh, The Loneliest Whale, Uh, that's my number one for July 9th. Eclipsing Black Widow, Greg. I I know that's hard to believe from a hipster like me, but uh, that's where we're at. I'll
0: tell you something. I saw a movie July 16th. It's called Great White. Mm. Shark movie. It's a a great white shark exploitation film. It seems like that. Mm -hmm. Ends up being a very good movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. It's a human drama. Four people they're stuck in a raft. Sort of no like a life what is that? It's like those It's a life. Life life not life uh, like a, a life boat, like a life a raft. Lifeboat. Yeah. Stuck in the middle of the, middle of the ocean uh-huh. and sharks a big shark mm. is gonna attack. A great white is going to attack. You know? So
1: worked. That sounds like a brand new uh concept. Hmm.
0: <laughs> but a killer
1: fish. I'm gonna cop one second. Uh, the can reason I can why I it works.
0: Yeah, the ahead. reason why it works is because you end up really caring about these people. It's actually well written, well acted, mm. and it's not a straight up exploitation film, although it does have its moments where you you want to see some interesting shark moments, you're going to get it. But this actually has a lot of story behind a lot it, which is it's an yeah, and it's an indie film. Mm. Shot really well in Australia off the coast. And I I ended up enjoying it. It's on VOD and in limited release July 16th. Great White. When you look at it, don't think of it as a just a cheap throwaway shark movie. Actually, has a lot more to offer. So, all right, yeah.
1: Um, I think one of the reasons why I'm responding to it the way I am, it is not fair to the movie at all. But my friend, uh, filmmaker, fellow filmmaker, uh, mm. Garth Donovan, he's been working on a movie called White Death for uh, a, a while now, and he just released it on Vimeo, I think, yesterday. Now, uh, Garth Donovan is. I'd like to say accomplished filmmaker. He's made a number of features. Uh, his first one, Rubberneck, uh, won a bunch of awards. It was at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's been around the block with filmmaking. This was a passion project of his and it's about so there's great white shark elements in it and he just released it straight up on, on the old Vimeo uh, yesterday, which uh, I, I might be speaking out of turn but I think it's available for everyone. I mean, he shared it with me but maybe there's a private link. I don't know. If, if it is available on Vimeo, uh, it's a scant movie. And I have not had a chance to see it yet But I'll, I'll uh, leave that in the show notes uh, Greg, I'll, I'll forward that to you With a link to the actual movie If it is possible to watch it Because I'm sure that there's plenty there That's very good Because I know how hard he worked on it and
0: Okay, what was the name of the movie again? White Death White Death, Death. And okay. it has a lot, it's
1: very personal It has a lot to do with him And his uh, relationship with his father And uh, he, he worked with a lot of the same actors That he's worked with With like a, a, a rubberneck And uh, Phil the Fossil Which I covered uh, years ago on, uh, on the Film Vault uh, I like that Garth Donovan quite a bit Good friend and uh, talented filmmaker. Okay, White Death. Yeah, definitely. We'll put that in the show notes. But like, he got to the end of that movie, and like so many filmmakers, just—you know—he's got other projects that he's working on, and he just didn't have. I—I I don't think he had the time or the energy to actually play the game with it and try and you know find a distributor and go down that road, which he's been many times. He's like, you know what, this one, I'm just going to put it up and just let people jeez you know, really Yeah, and I'm seeing that I'm seeing that more and more where people just get to the end and it's just like it's like all is lost and they're like you know what I'd just rather people see this movie than play that that dirty game that's not doing anything for independent filmmakers right now so and I, you agree it's, it's not doing anything for I don't know I mean I, I can't say that uh, but it's treacherous for sure hmm yeah he's wanted it. he decided he made it a, a conscious decision to put more of his energy into the other irons that he has in the fire Rather than with his passion project that he made, that's much more personal. So, uh, tough. That is uh, tough. I don't even know if he submitted the f- festivals. I don't know. Uh, anyhow, White Death. White Death. Uh, uh, okay. uh, hopefully, I'm allowed to. Okay. All right.
0: So, anything from the last week of the month, July 26th? What are you talking about? July 23rd? Oh. And wait, then was July thirtieth. After that, oh my, I, I'm I'm Asian. I should be good with the with the uh, with the numbers. But so I don't do guess... you this
1: yourself or your race, Greg. I so-
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. So July twenty third. There's there's one movie. There's two movies. First four. off, first off, look. Four. I'm gonna tell you something. Four. I'm excited for Snake Eyes being Asian American. Ah, that's not one of the four. Because not because of G.I. Joe origins and the origins of Snake Eyes, but just as an Asian American, it's great to see. An Asian, Henry Golding, plays Snake Eyes, and then there's a uh, very predominantly, Asian name. Not a yeah, very Asian name at all. Not, I know, yeah. But it's a predominantly Asian cast, and so I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I looked at the trailer, and I, growing up, I never got to see Asian, Asians or Asian American superheroes or fighters like that, unless they Bruce were. Bruce Lee's like, kind you know, of a superhero, Bruce I mean, Lee. Back in the day, like Bruce Lee or Shokasugi. But it, it's, it looks good. The trailer looks good. I think I might actually. You know what? I haven't been going out to theaters. I might actually oh. go go out to go out to theaters and see a screening of Snake nice. Eyes. Nice. I think you should do and that. Treat yourself. Face. Treat myself. Yeah, I might, I might actually start driving post COVID. Um, or, you know, I, I don't think there's post-COVID. We're, just, we're, we're in the middle of another variant, right? Let's just face it.
1: But, yeah, um, the Delta variant. Like the Delta that. variant. I think it's a pansy variant. Really? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Not, um, as, yeah.
1: not as pansy as the beta variant. Oh. I mean, that was just a
0: pab. Well, okay. We'll see. I, I, haven't, I haven't been, you know what? Honestly, I haven't been half an hour north or south from, uh, from uh, where Greg. I live in the last year, over a year. So maybe mm. snake, no way to eyes, look, snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, yeah, no, you're right. No way to live. Snake Eyes, I, I think, might be the first one. Might be, it's either Snake Eyes or F Nine. I'll figure out one of those two. What is Snake Eyes or you Double feature. It. <laughs> double double. Feature. You come out with a lobotomy. Okay, so I, okay, so that would be that would be mine. I'm sure you have four. So let's let's hear
1: some of your your picks. All right, old, uh, which is the M Night Shyamalan new movie, which yeah. I, I plan on avoiding, but I I, I want to I wanted to, because of M Night Shyamalan. Well, well, no, 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 it's a great premise, don't you think?
0: No, people on a beach, they're they're getting Leave older. Leave the beach, get out of there. They can't get I mean
1: He's gonna He's gonna make a situation Where they can't leave the beach Yeah of course he is uh, but, yeah, it's about a uh, vacationing family that find themselves on a beach and they're getting older. It's not it's not uh, dinosaurs in the jungle that are the threat here. It's just time is going really, really fast in this little spot of the, this little spit. Do you think it'll say there. something deep about humanity, uh, like uh, the M. Night stuff does? Or what? I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And uh, that, that'll that probably be good because he, he's a very, very talented, smart guy. However, the twist that he's still working on today, last I read, actually Giovanni sent me a, an article just uh, three, four days ago. That was a fresh, brand-new article that came out that day. Uh, that was reported on that day that he's still working on the end of this movie. Get out of here. No yeah. way. That Holy. tells me. That's not a good sign. Not a great sign at all. That's actually a horrible sign. I very mean, bad, I, I very mean, bad sign, it,
0: Greg. I hope, <laughs> he, I hope he has the footage.
1: I hope he has the footage. I think he has the footage. He's trying to figure out which red herring to throw at it. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable.
1: He was almost, uh, he was set to direct, he was attached to direct Life of Pi for a while. Thank God, God he did not because that's one of my favorite movies of the last 20 years and I can't imagine what he would have done with that thing. With the end, he's just so fixated on the end because you know he's a. It's it's almost like the Orson Welles thing where like he he was considered such a genius at such a young age. He had to keep outdoing himself. Kubrick to a lesser extent as well. Same problem. Like they're they're a victim of their own success. And with his success with success, like he's he's been trying to outdo himself and he's been falling way short ever since. Well, I'm excited for old because it's one of the stars is Vicky
0: Creeps. Creeps. Kreps Vicky Kreps K-R-I-E-P-S she's a co-star in my favorite PTA film it's not his best but my personal favorite she was the lead in Phantom Thread with Daniel Day-Lewis oh my god I love that movie such a classic masterpiece so she's in this one Mm -hmm. so it's another reason why I might even go to the theater to see Old you know what that movie was that that movie movie was was amazing
1: I drank your tea
0: (laughs) and then there's ghosts there's a little bit of ghost seeing there's some you know There's
1: I slurp it up
0: (laughs) I slurp it up I
1: slurp (laughs) up that was my favorite scene in that Phantom Thread. Was the, uh, the sitting around the table and he was just being I can't say use the word, but he was being uh, cheeky with her. I guess and just, uh, sipping his tea and uh,
0: coffee. Did you, did you end up watching it more than once? You a couple times maybe just to see maybe or no? No.
1: Um, I saw it uh, one no, two times. Yeah, I saw it two oh. times in the theater just to make sure that I wasn't crazy. And you weren't crazy? No, right? I wasn't crazy. I walked out. I've seen most of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies twice, and uh, either because I loved them. Uh, Punch drunk love' probably seen three times. Uh, there will be blood seen eight times. I think the ones I don't like, I see. I did not suffer through Inherent Vice twice, nor The Master twice, even though I've been told I should numerous times. But uh, Magnolia, oh, you've, been
0: told, you've been told that you should watch it. Wait, wait, wait you said The Master twice. You've seen twice. I've
1: not. I've not. But oh. Phantom Thread, I've seen twice. Uh, Magnolia, I've seen twice. Uh, Sydney I've seen three times, but I like... I didn't say Sydney. Oh, no, stop it. Why did I just say... Hard hard eight
0: I've seen three times. Okay, nothing about Sydney. Sydney. By the way, Aaron Aaron Jakubenko. Aaron Jakubenko is a co-star in a movie we just covered on July 16th called Great White. Mm. I asked Aaron about movies that really resonate with him. His answer, he loves the work of PTA, and he ends up that that comment by saying, The Master. Mm. So,
1: I mean... part of The Master 2 was I made the fatal mistake of bringing my wife to it and oh, no. uh, yeah she she disliked very much talk about un- talk about unlikable main characters yeah so uh, that's a whole unlikable main character I, kind of I story. should probably I, I should probably put that on my to-do list and watch the master again one day just because I have such immense respect for Paul Thomas Anderson uh, however I did not respond to that and the wife the wife in my ear throughout that movie did not help that experience a lot what you saw it in the theater did it was it a nice immersive experience because of the no it was saw- my wife saying is this is gonna be over soon this is horrible I hate this movie oh, that, a lot that, of that see that that detracts fair, I know. I shouldn't even be admitting that. I think my main problem is that I'm not a giant Joaquin Phoenix guy. Get out of here. And you got to kind of be a Joaquin Phoenix
0: guy to enjoy that movie. Wow. I'm surprised that you're not a Joaquin, I mean, not even close, right? You're just, uh,
1: Uh, does he detract
0: from a movie being awesome? For me, he
1: does, but I know that's a personal thing. I I get that. I I don't Uh, think that I'm right here. I think I'm probably wrong here. Like, uh, the person who doesn't like lobster, like, they're uh, wrong. Lobster is great. Okay, I, I know it, there's just something about him. You know what? I think part of it is like I, I feel like uh, you know he, he's he's just kind of full of himself. Mm, he's getting parts that he wouldn't have got if his brother survived. Oh, that's so. Can I know. Okay? I know it's that's not right. Bad. But that's how that's, that's, goes, that's what goes. That's what happens in my right brain. In your brain,
0: okay, okay. Listeners, only you select few listeners to just get that out of your head. But that was a very, very memorable thing that, he, that Anderson the said. The character
1: that he plays in The Master is not a character that I want to spend that much time with. If he was a secondary character, I oh, would, would have been say, able to if stomach re- re- If Phoenix was starting The Master, would you like the movie more? Yes. Well, fair but enough. But I feel like fair. Joaquin Phoenix is playing a version of himself which is not likable to begin with. Who's the, who's the one who did we need to talk about
0: Kevin? Well, what's her name? Uh, Lynn Ramsey. What did she do with, with that, that movie? The one with Joaquin. What was the name of that movie? I thought that movie was friggin brilliant. Uh, it
1: had the worst title ever. I can never remember. It's like something about we we were never here. I was yeah. yeah. I was never here. Yeah, I was, yeah. It's yeah. an amazing ungood, un, ungood. Well, I mean, for me, once again, personal taste. But like, there's nothing and redeeming. You're disappointed by that whole movie. Yeah, it was just kind of a slog, and I, I was I felt tired and gross and, and sad the whole movie. Didn't like Mystic River. Another example of like how I just don't respond to movies like that. Oh, fair, fair enough. Don't like them. Is that my daughter in there? <laughs> Come on, Clint, what are you doing?
0: Oh, Have yeah. some levity in your movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Strong opinions
1: I, I love the strong opinions Very good Now But I know that's not I know that these aren't Singular opinions But I also know that There's plenty of people Who do like movies like that And re- dirty pretty things Like people love that movie I Steven Frears Did not nice love callback. that movie
0: I haven't seen that one of War. You never. would probably Absolutely love that movie Really? Yeah. Okay Now I never saw There's a movie called One of our On our Facebook group uh, Cinemask Facebook group It's got Brian O'Connell Been listening to our show For years He said We should check this movie out Called Mandibles
1: Yes that's and one of my picks is for that the, sure. That's
0: not the guy who did rubber, right? Yes, it is. Okay, because he said it's a, for the guy who did rubber. I don't. I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't trust you. Well, first of all, Rubber's a good movie. I, uh, I don't want to see a thing about a tire it's going... It's an
1: experimental movie. The open is, is phenomenal, and it never really regains its momentum after the open, which is just so far out there and fun and bizarre, you don't even know what you're looking at, and it's redeeming in the sense that you're back to the snake eating its own tail, and you don't see many original thoughts sure. anymore. You watch the open of Rubber, and you're like, oh my God, not only did this guy shoot this on a 5D, like a Canon 5D DSLR, which was unheard of back in the day, <coughs> and it's about... Uh, a movie about a, a disembodied rubber tire from a car and its point of view as a, a as a tire just doing its own thing out in the desert, but the opening sequence uh, with the guy in the car and how it just it, it's it's ballsy, experimental, fun, okay. bizarre filmmaking and Quentin Duplac Dupier? Du, 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 Dupier? Okay. Uh, he's French Canadian. Um, Dupuis. It's Dupuis it's, come on, it's Quentin mm. Dupuis, you know that. What are you doing? God, I, I should mark this and make myself not sound so stupid. But uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen a few of his movies. He did uh, Reality, he did Wrong, La Dame, uh, Rubber, and now this new one is Man. Oh, Deerskin, which I saw last year and pretty much enjoyed. I like that Deerskin. I mean, it's really just about Deerskin. It's about a man who's obsessed with his Deerskin jacket. Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can. It's deal. fun. There's one very very funny laugh out m- loud moment that involves uh, violence done to a teenage boy. Jeez, it's very funny. It's okay. got his moments I like that deerskin But mandibles Is about a couple fellas Who uh They're simple minded Is the way that they put it In the log line And they, they find a giant fly In the trunk of their car And they decide to try And uh Take this feral fly And, and, and domesticate it Make it a uh, uh Their own pet And uh Make it earn money for them Like a flea circus Type situation That sounds so ridiculous I it might, might even work It I could think. possibly work Especially with DuPuis Or DuPuis DuPlex Or whatever I said <laughs> Um Yeah, Robert Nonfilm is another movie that was their first movie that they made in two thousand two, and they, I mean uh, Dupuy, and uh, yeah, all right, I'm uh, I'm in. That's cool. I'm in. I I will try and track this one down. I hope to watch it. Mandibles. Mandibles. All right. So now we're mandibles about the giant fly. Yeah, one more. It's for actually the
0: unofficial uh, sequel to uh, The Fly Two. <laughs> nice. I've never seen, seen either. Have you? You've s- never seen Fly or Fly, fly and I haven't seen fly, fly Two. What? None of that stuff. I, I know. Like, I got it eventually one of these days. Brindle fly? you are not familiar. are not familiar. Fly Two. Eric Stoltz wasn't he in that one? Yeah, I think that was Eric Stoltz in Fly
1: Two and Fly. What about, fly about the original one. Fly? Help
0: me. I, I never saw the Help original. Help me! Never, never, never.
1: I've just seen that clip. I haven't seen the actual full Fly. I don't need to. I'm good. Is that your? Is that finally? Uh, for
0: what July about the 20th? Blob? You
1: ever seen Steve McQueen's The Blob? When I was a kid. Yeah. So Another bizarre kid. that he started off with such something so trite. So When's the last time you saw the blob? When's the last time you saw that one? Uh, probably teenager. Wow, yeah. I was a kid when I saw that. So, July 30th now, is that... Wait, 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 wait. Couple, a couple more. I hate to even say this, because the trail... I, I was I was a champion of this movie, The Comeback Trail, before the, the poster came out. The poster makes me want... It, it looks like an SNL uh, sketch poster. Yeah, it looks, it looks, looks like, god like a... God-awful. However, George Gallo is behind it. He's a writer, and he's also known as uh, writing a little movie called Midnight Run with Robert De Niro. Uh, this new movie, The Comeback Trail, is about uh, movie producers, two movie producers who owe uh, money to the mob. Uh, we We've heard this before, so, uh, and they set up their aging movie star for an insurance scam to try and save themselves. But they wind up getting more than they ever imagined. Uh, Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, and Morgan Freeman are the stars. So uh, I can see this being god awful, which it probably will be. But uh, judging from the the poster, Mike, they see like the poster. They're not thinking about an American audience right there. They're thinking about overseas, right? And like you said, it has a really good... Has a really good cast. George Gallo being responsible for one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, Midnight Run. Mm-hmm. Why are you unpopular with the Chicago Police Department? Charles Grodin. God rest your soul.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: R.I.P. Charles Grodin. R.I.P. indeed But, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I might check that out. I, I might want to actually... But the poster. Was, I don't know if I can l- allow myself to buy a ticket with that poster. Tommy
0: Jones, De Niro, I don't know, Freeman... Sounds like worth watching just based on those characters. It, it reminds those me actors. of
1: something I think. I, Don, Dan, Danny Glover I think was in a, a movie. It was about the old washed up uh, guys, and De Niro's in that too. Or like old came Guys, guys or something like that, yeah. or
0: wise old, wise old uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It's so
0: sad to see my Travis Bickle
1: and what he's become. And,
0: um, maybe you you know maybe they might th- those kind of movies maybe they might have a little bit of uh, a
1: value. The grandpa.
0: Look at where that woman Come remember. on, Jimmy Conway. What are you doing? Yeah, but remember that, that movie with Al Pacino when he was at, that's, you know, with the thing with he's Lant- Yeah, see, that's another. Danny Collins? Yeah, see, that, mm, that, that's one that's of those That's his movies. own thing, though. That thing just worked. That was like uh-huh. in a bottle. That's true. Yeah, Danny Collins worked worked a lot. Such a
1: uh, all right, finally, last movie. Joe mm. Bell is the title of it. Joe Bell. Mm. It is uh, set to be released on which uh, week? Are we do doing the 23rd right now. 23rd, uh, 23rd. yeah. 23rd. And uh, this is uh, Marky Wahlberg. Mm. And he plays a uh, salt of the earth, uh, middle America dad set in his ways, who has a gay, very flamboyant gay son. And the two of them, uh, it's based on a true story, they walk. Uh, <laughs> they, they they end up uh, walking across the United States to crusade against bullying after a son is tormented in high school for being gay saw the trailer for this one and uh, it looks interesting oh looks cool uh, but it's a 5.1 right now on IMDB and what I'm finding I just saw a movie called the last shift the last shift that sounds familiar to me it's uh, Richard Jenkins. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so, that movie was very good, and it's like a five three or something on IMDb. You're saying
0: IMDb is very inaccurate.
1: IMDb has a lot of like uh, very very heavily ah, weighted yeah. um, raiders. Who the the main issue with IMDb is, as far as I can tell, uh, the the main built in problem is you don't have to prove that you've seen a movie to rate it, and this allows a bunch of people who are considered heavy raiders, and their their ratings are weighted against people who don't rate as often but the way you become a heavy rater is by rating everything so you just rate every movie that's available to rate and there's no way to with Amazon like they have to be verified viewers of the movie uh, to an extent especially if it's if it's still on uh, transactional VOD but with IMDb you you know there's there's haters for lack of a better term people that just really don't like to see any movies about about race relations or or gays Uh, gay gay, um, Issues uh, such as is the case with Joe Bell, and they'll they'll rate all of these movies down. And I, I I know from personal experience when Grouper's was at like a seven five, and then it went to like a four two overnight because 150 of these heavily rated people uh, hooked up on on 4chan, and we're talking about this new movie about bullies getting bullied, and and how dare this uh, communist? I was I was a communist. There's this whole thread about how horrible I am and how I'm awful, and uh, let's go rate this movie now. And they hadn't seen it. They hadn't. That's horrible. Yeah. So. I'm I'm a little, little skeptical when I see because like the last shift, good movie. It's got its flaws, but it's a good movie. And 5.1 is not good. Uh, I don't know if it's five, but 5.1 for Joe Bell right now. Oh, so uh, yeah, this might have gotten pushed though. Uh, what are you seeing no, it's as far Joe as Joe Bell? Re- Joe Bell, you're right. Joe, and it's coming out July 23rd. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in theaters only in theaters. By the way, on July 23rd, not Ooh, on VOD. Old yeah. school. Remember that's that?
1: I, I don't. That's weird. Yeah, the last shift's at five six right now, and it's yeah, not it, a five six. It should movie. be like six five, right? 6'5? In between six five and seven, yeah, it's, oh, that's it's good. Great performances. There's some heavy moments in there. You There's you some like good Jenkins comedy. You're like the movie, right? Basically. If you like Jenkins, you're gonna like. You're, if you like, like his like tone,
0: here. his decadence, all that stuff, the way he goes about and it. and the kid uh, who played. Uh, uh, What's his name? What's his name? He becomes sort of a father figure or mentor to the guy in the the fast food place he's working at, right?
1: Javon, yeah, Javon, uh, played by uh, Shane Paul McGee. I really liked him. He was very, very likable, and uh, he had a lot. He had a lot going on. And uh, Ed O'Neill shows up in it as well, which was surreal. Greg, I'm going to talk about this a little bit on. On, I got a movie to make, but I got like a like a dream five of who I would like to uh, to cast in my. uh, my movie, oh, he's, a great, he's up a great actor. Ed O'Neill and Richard Jenkins are both in oh, that, wow. that my top five dream team, a possibility, and uh, they're, they're sharing scenes throughout this movie. Awesome. I'm like, what the hell? That's awesome. A lot of similarities too, because like uh, I got the uh, my lead character in my script, uh, you know, he befriends, if you can call it that, a um, uh, a younger black guy, uh, and my lead character, the older white guy, is probably got undiagnosed. Um, he's on the spectrum, right? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what's going on here with, uh, with the last shift. There's a lot of similarities. So I should be angry and like nervous and concerned, but I'm not. I'm angry because I see what uh, I, the IMDb trolls have done to it.
0: Rude. And, but you can see how well it plays over in that movie, so it's really cool. You get to see them act and
1: in, in the frame together. Yeah, I was, I was seeing a lot of like yeah. parallels and going, okay, this could work. Mine's uh, a, a little less dense, I think, and uh, the, the, the friendship is more solidified than is here with the, the last shift. But all right. Yeah. Okay, so that's
0: the last shift. That's currently streaming on Stars. If you want to check it, check Stars out. is crushing it. Stars is crushing it. And by, by the way, that's you know the re- the reason why I love Stars is every single month I decide to cancel it, and they they when you get ninety nine cents, the ninety nine cents. Uh, so I, I'm, they hooked me on for another ninety nine cents for three months. You know, Anderson and I will probably go, in two three years we're gonna probably. Be broke for uh they're gonna probably get us with some kind of fifty thousand No, you write it down on your calendar. I,
1: I actually write it down analog style on my calendar for like August, I, where I'm gonna have to cancel stars after my ninety nine cents run is done. Yeah, and when they re up eight ninety nine, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth, and I'll give me eight ninety nine if I forget to cancel because I'm gonna watch the uh the Kid Detective this yeah, weekend on stars as well. That's true. That's true.
0: And by the way, don't don't when uh, you go into the Kid Detective, go in with low expectations. Just enjoy it. Oh, they're very high.
1: I've been uh, told for months now that I am going to love this movie. Very uh, high. Actually yeah, first it, covered it, it on this here program.
0: Okay, yeah, I think the, the bad thing about it is everyone says how much they love it. I think the reason why they love it is because they're, they're just kind of caught unawares. So just enjoy. Think of it as a nice slice of life movie, and then maybe I think it'll, it'll overshoot the mark. Mm, That's all I'm going to say. It's too late for that. I oh, can't, I can't go late. back. Can't go back. Okay, so Joe Bell, that rounds out July 23rd. Now we are on the final week of July, July 30th, mm. and I'm wondering if we have anything Well, I think the obvious one, because you love his stuff, is The Green Knight. I mean, I think The Green Knight is the elephant in the room. That's the one that we've all been waiting for for the entire month.
1: Yep. Very, very excited about The Green Knight. Deb Patel plays,
0: it's a story of Sir Gawain. It's an Arthurian legend type of film. Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of any of those Arthurian legend movies, I'm a huge fan of Excalibur, by the way. This movie should hit it out of the park. I think
1: keeps getting pushed, keeps getting pushed. I don't think it's going to get pushed anymore. It's coming out this month, and I'm very, very excited. It's my number one, most anticipated movie of the summer. I think uh, very, very, very pumped because you're a huge fan of David Lowry. Lowry, Lowry, mm-hmm. Ghost Story, right? Was that it?
0: Ghost Ghost Story? Oh, yes, Ghost Story. That's right, I love Ghost very, Story, great. and then it's you, my favorite
1: uh, movie uh, in the last 20 years. It's my the only movie I've seen in the last 20 years. It's in my top 10 all the time. Oh, a Ghost Story is like life changing for me. I absolutely love that movie.
0: Yeah, hey, you, hey, hey,
1: Pete's Dragon's pretty good too. Yeah, Pete's Ain't Dragon. Body Saints? Lowry Lowry, old man with the gun. Lowry's an artist.
0: Anything body saints uh, is sort of like Terrence Maliki, but still has its own little voice. That was it. the
1: first thing I'd seen by David Lowry. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this guy's for me. Yeah. Then I saw Pete's Dragon. I'm like, yeah ghost story I'm like oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see whatever he makes anything so you, he makes are you
0: think the old man in the gun do you think he just did it just to work with Redford and he actually made it a good solid drama kind of thing
1: yeah that seemed like a personal project to me like he loved that type of movie I mean it looks like a movie from the, se- from the 70s the 70s yeah, yeah. like he, if if Robert Redford wasn't so old or if they had somebody in, in place of him and I didn't recognize any of the actors I w- and you played that for me on, t- on, on my TV and said here's a movie from 1974 I would have believed you Like okay. everything about that movie feels the sound uh, designs a little bit better than than what you got back in the 70s but still I mean and you have two uh, screen icons from the 70s and Sissy Sissy
0: Spacek and Redford in that movie so I mean yeah
1: I I think he was going for like what Mank uh, what what, uh, yeah Fincher was going with Mank Mank, but Mank didn't feel like a movie of its time it felt like a movie made today trying to look like a movie of its time same with uh, I'm not going to argue that one the uh, the yeah. the Hollywood movie about the silent star that like cleaned up the awards a few years ago. Remember that? Oh, uh, uh, disaster artist. No, no, not disaster, no, disaster, no. the, the silent the... movie star, the guy, the, the dog. Everyone loved it. All
0: right. What was that movie? I again? don't know. One yeah, best yeah. picture. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I forgot that movie. It's just man.
0: what was that movie? The pickup we, artist. The pickup artist. Was not it the... something artist? Yeah. The thing is called the pickup artist. No, it wasn't no, the pickup. That's, the pick-up that's, that's artist Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, from the eighties. <laughs> that's
1: an eighties. I like that pickup artist. That was the
0: movie directed by Molly Ringwald. You can't say that now Because it's directed by James Toback Who's basically been oh. cancelled Oh Toback Yeah No more uh, No more Vin Diesel movies uh, Pitch Black or whatever is in that Toback No that's, that's, that's not James Toback is two girls and a guy He wrote the screenplay to Bugsy He, he created that James Conn movie The Gambler Oh
1: did he do the uh, ah, This is not good party not it's okay that. But did he, he did that Tyson documentary right Yeah 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 Very good uh, But I get him confused all the time With the guy that directed uh, The Pitch Black movies Wait is it called The Disaster Artist no, that's that's the the other canceled guy.
0: <laughs> that's the, the James it's Franco. Just the it's just artist. called the artist. I think so. I think it's just called the artist. That's it. I had a I had a moment. The artist. I think, yeah. I think
1: it's just called the artist, right? I knew the artist was trying to like feel like old timey and like, but it's made today. And, like, I don't I've think it's called s- the artist. Oh my it? bad. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, this yeah, is the artist. Crazy. The artist. The
0: artist. Uh, two, released in two thousand eleven. Jean Dujardin. And also, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The artist. Yeah. Bernice Bejo what what in the world like Uh, how did that happen I never saw that movie we can't even remember that see can't even I mean what has he done since won five Oscars including best picture
1: I think I I mean probably has a shelf winner best motion picture best performance by an actor best achievement in directing best achievement in costume design best achievement in music written it almost swept if it got the uh, if it got if it got the uh, best actor and best actress it would have swept right
0: yeah. See, and it's not considered uh... the
1: artist. Get out of here.
0: Yeah. Hey, considered... artist, go on. Get. Right. Yeah, it's, I, 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 yeah.
1: I gotta see that movie one of these days. One ah, one. Now you done. Mm. All right. Uh, one last movie for me. I was gonna end with the green light. Uh, the green. The green. Horn the yet? green night. Green night. But uh, finally, the last movie. Tom McCarthy is making a uh, has a new one that he's finished coming out, uh, starring Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin, and, and it's called. Stillwater, And it's a father travels from Oklahoma to France to help his estranged daughter who is in prison for a murder. She claims she didn't commit. Uh, the main reason why I flagged this one is because I like that Tom McCarthy a lot. Uh, I will see anything he does. He's got such wide range, uh, everything from acting in the uh, fifth season of The Wire. He's so good in that one. And, uh, uh-huh. of course, uh, he directed uh, Win Win. Uh, with Paul Giamatti a few years ago The Visitor with the aforementioned uh, Richard Jenkins mm-hmm. and uh, Spotlight which won all the awards another movie and that uh, shoe movie with uh, Adam Sandler The Cobbler The Cobbler so he's, he's got this uh, rare distinction where uh, Timmy I think failure. it's beyond rare like he, he was Timmy Failure Mistakes were made, and see, see the, and then the first movie I ever saw uh, of his was the Station Agent with with Peter Dinklage way back in the That's day. A good movie, I yeah, it is movie. a good yeah. little movie. Yeah, I wanted more from it, but I really uh, enjoyed it. But you're right, good little movie. Uh, but he has a very odd distinction, uh, this uh, Tom McCarthy, uh, uh, of being uh, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director the same year that he was nominated for a Razzie with The Cobbler. I saw the cobbler. I, I as hear bad as you'd imagine.
0: Oh, really? As bad? Okay.
1: Tom McCarthy, though, he's all over the place. He's all over the
0: place, and hopefully, this is going to be one of his better ones. Was Timmy Failure worth watching? I really? love Timmy Failure. Okay. I think it just
1: missed being in my top 10 really? last year. Really? Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. Liked it a lot. Absurd. Very, very good. That kid good. was great. Absurd. Okay. I hope there's more Timmy Failures because they're based on a book, and it was supposed to be a whole series of films that come out. I don't know if they can do that now. COVID might have messed that up. Yeah.
0: All right, so that, that is it. That is our wrap up for the month. Had a long conversation a lot of lot of good stuff
1: hopefully uh, we you know we do the work, we, we do, do the work, the work to we try and work. figure out what's what, what we think is not only worth our time but with, worth your time and you know there's a lot of us logging through internet pages, trying to figure out what we think we should highlight that's on me that I didn't get till death uh, because reading the log line, I should have responded to that more I just saw <laughs> yeah. I saw the poster you thinking I, megan fox nothing, you know i I don't even know if I really um, Oh, process that. Process yeah. the, the law. I read it for sure, but I don't yeah. know if I comprehended what I was reading. Uh, unfortunately, because that's a great premise to 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 wake up with your dead husband uh, uh, <laughs> uh, handcuffed to you.
0: Well, you know, we bottom no, line he, is, look. We, we do our monthly recap, but ultimately we end up missing a lot of films. For example, I, I saw a recent article where they were talking about the best movies of this year. And I feel bad about it because one of the movies that they, they mentioned is one of the top movies of the year, which I know you wanted to see it. And I, I missed out on that as well about Endlessness. So about Endlessness is what.
1: Supposedly- you know, what's the problem with that one is? And I was going to tackle it, Greg. And I, and I actually spent I probably upwards of, of an hour trying to make this happen about Endlessness. Uh, what Greg's talking about is from this uh, experimental um, odd filmmaker that neither one of us are as familiar with as we should be. But. It's a. It's not only a sequel to uh, "Pigeon Sat on a Ledge," uh, uh, contemplating life, or whatever the, the title is, uh, but it's also it's the third in a uh, movie in a trilogy of, of movies. And the the first one is not available anywhere. Oh, I found point. one version of it on YouTube, but it's got like Portuguese oh. subtitles, which yeah. doesn't help me. Yeah. So there's no way to watch the first one, and I don't want to dive into this one watching the second or third one. Yeah. So. That's why that's sold out, unfortunately. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's about this filmmaker who's constantly grappling with the meaning of life and what we're all here for. And I would like to, I mean, I I watched the opening uh, sequence of of the very first one, which name I'm I'm drawing a blank on right now. But it's a guy in a tanning bed. uh, Oh, he opens them up with uh, a lot of surreal surrealness.
0: Okay, right. so that is not. It is not endlessness. It is about the end right now. We will see you guys next month here on Cinematics Anderson. Go
1: on. Uh, great, great, great to see great you. To see you, and, man. Uh, Looking forward to 1988 for the Patreons. We're right. gonna break that year down. Break
0: her down. Break her down. Thank you guys for the support. See you next month.